Welcome back, Secret Sauce Nation. I'm your host, Josh Swing, and on behalf of the WildSpark team, thanks for joining us. I'm fired up because we've got a special episode of the podcast today. As you know, we're typically chatting with the most impactful Chick-fil-A operators across the country, but today is going to look a little different. Today's episode is coming at you from our sister company, Fire Seeds. I'm slightly biased, but I believe they're the best in the world at partnering with companies to find executive to mid-level leaders that, yes, can do a job, but also have this heart-level passion for developing others. If you're listening, I want you to take a moment. Imagine there's this line, and on one end of that line is the word efficient, and on the other end is the word relational. Now, I want you to think about your personal leadership style. Where would it fall on that line? Do you lean towards efficiency? Are you all relational all the time? Regardless of where you fall, Arden Long is about to unpack an area in the middle of that line called relational efficiency. It's where we have to live if we want to create the maximum amount of impact as a leader. Arden is a great friend and colleague. She's a wife and a mom to Lucy, who should be here any day now. She's also the recruiting team lead for our hospitality team who primarily focuses on discovering and deploying leaders within Chick-fil-A restaurants across the country. Is it possible to get too saucy? We're about to find out. Arden Long, welcome to The Secret Sauce. Thanks, Josh. I am really excited to be here. Honored to be on the podcast. Yes, I am so excited for this episode. Obviously, this is a little bit different. We typically have operators on, but I think it makes total sense to have you on the podcast today. You are my counterpart on the fire seat side. So while I'm thinking primarily for the Wild Spark Chick-fil-A strategy, I know that you're doing that same thing for fire seeds in reality. You should probably be hosting this podcast. I think you're way more effective of a communicator. So I think this is going to be really, really awesome. We're going to go ahead and dive in. Your favorite sauce in Chick-fil-A. It is Chick-fil-A sauce. I want it to be something more unique. I've thought <laughs> of even sharing a second favorite, but it's it's hard to beat. I keep a stash in my drawer, my um, my work, my desk drawer. I'll eat it with obviously my Chick-fil-A, but any other lunches that are subpar from home, Chick-fil-A sauce kind of gives it the next boost. Takes it to the next level. Next level, for sure. When you got the turkey and cheese sandwich, just a little bit of Chick-fil-A sauce goes a long way. That's right. (laughs) Really, really upset there. Oh, and I I love what you said. Like, I want it to be something cool, like sweet and spicy sriracha, (laughs) but you can't can't lie. Can't force it. Yeah. You got to keep it real. I also have a stash of Chick-fil-A sauce in my drawer. It's the best practice. (laughs) Um, the next question is, is your secret sauce, what do you focus on most as a leader what, while you're leading our hospitality team here at, at Fire Seeds in your personal life? What does that look like for you? So I thought a lot about this and wanted to almost come up with a tagline. I've never really thought about it in a, in a concise way before, but I personally really value efficiency and and my life being efficient and processes being efficient. But above that, I really love people and in relationships. I actually got my degree in accounting, which most people who know me understand why I'm not an accountant, but it really just wasn't a relational enough industry for me. I, I desired to be with people and interact with people, but then that efficiency 
priority keeps coming back. And so I really think it's a concept of relational efficiency. How can you steward relationships even better by having efficiency as a part of it? This is such a cool secret sauce and it's so unique because I believe it's such a dichotomy when you think about efficiency and relationships, those two things don't go together because relationships for the most part are messy and unorganized and a lot of times just about showing up. And I love what you're saying because if I'm hearing you correctly, your efficiency leads to more impactful and more engaging relationships because of your focus on stewarding those really, really well. I think what would be really cool to hear is just how do you balance that? So as you're processing relational efficiency, this is a really cool catchphrase, hashtag relational efficiency. (laughs) Um, As you're thinking about balancing those two things, what does that practically look like in your life? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I love that one of our core values at Fire Seeds and Wild Spark is relationships. We talk about it a lot. But our phrase that goes along with that is being relational over transactional. And that's something that through the course of my time here, I've really wanted to grow in is I want to, I want to be efficient with my clients, but the relationship is what is going to hold uh, over time and, and get to when I get the opportunity to work with clients again and again and again, it's something that I'm so thankful for. So I, I really think it is a dichotomy. I, I think about how can you have both? And probably the best example of this, as I think about it, is probably Chick-fil-A, not to be totally cliche, but I've always loved Chick-fil-A, born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. So they're, they're right here. They have been my whole life. But even in working with them, I've really upped the amount of times I go to Chick-fil-A every week. And really, they do this probably better than anyone I can think of. Mm-hmm. They obviously prioritize relationships with their team. And I've seen that through working with operators and placing candidates and hearing their stories. But also, as a guest, as I get to experience that on, we'll just say, a weekly basis <laughs> and not uh, you know, admit to any more than that, but uh, I can. Re- one of the reasons I go there, among many, is that I can rely on an efficient experience. I mean, Josh, you know, we have a Chick-fil-A. Basically, we could throw a football over there. I might have 10 minutes before our next thing, and I'm like, mobile app, go order. But I also know that probably it's going to be Miss Becky who's going to bring me the food to my window curbside. She's going to give me a smile. I know that she knows my name at this point, which is exciting and a little embarrassing, but (laughs) there's a relationship there. And I can tell that that is such a priority to them. That's also paired with the efficiency that I know I'm going to get in that experience. Yeah. And no shame in multiple (laughs) Chick-fil-A visits a week. For those of you who do not know, Arden has a little one on the way. And I know during both of our pregnancies (laughs) that we've had, Chick-fil-A was an at least two times a week trip that that we would be making. So our our babies were grown on Chick-fil-A. And what you said is completely accurate. It's the reason why we could be driving down the highway and you look over and you see Chick-fil-A with a line wrapped around the restaurant and you look across the street and you see any other fast food restaurant or quick service restaurant and the line could be half or a third of the length, but you know that I could go get in the Chick-fil-A line and it's going to be faster, which is just absolutely crazy to talk about the efficiency that they have in their process. But you also know that they're going to say my pleasure, that 
if you go there enough, they're going to call you by name. Right. <laughs> and so I, I believe that, yes, they model it extremely well. Even back to, I, I just got off a call before recording this with an operator. Her name's Erin Franklin. She's up in Chicago. Yeah. And she talked about her recent trip to Atlanta for their regional meetings. Just the willingness for somebody like Tim Tisopoulos, who's an executive for the company, came and sat down at their table, didn't pull his phone out once and didn't seem distracted in any way, asked questions the entire time. And I think that's a testament to the focus that they put on the relationships, but still being a multi-billion dollar company yeah. and, and being very reputable across the country. And so that's awesome. I, so dive a little bit deeper here for me and, and let's talk about the practicality of this. And I, I would like to look at it specifically from a perspective of internally here at yeah. Fire Seeds and you lead our team really, really well. I want to hear about how you do this to, yes, move through your your job, the way that you execute and the way that you serve operators really well and serve candidates really, really well with this relational efficiency, but then also how you support our team because you're also leading a team here within Fire Seeds. So talk with me about both of those perspectives. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, it is a cool perspective. I'm so thankful for the roles that I've gotten to hold here and even to start as, as a recruiter, recruiting for Chick-fil-A. And so that's what I've done for years and still get to do. Even as I'm leading a team, I still take on new searches and new clients just because I don't want to lose that. I love that relationship. I love sharing about opportunities with Chick-fil-A, but I also spend a lot of my time leading some of our recruiting team in the searches that they do for Chick-fil-A as well. So getting to have been on both sides of that I do think has been really impactful for me. But the cool thing is, in, in the way that our, our company is set up, is that every week we do have one-on-ones. And so I get to meet with any recruiter that I'm leading every week for 45 minutes. We always go over, but uh, really it's because we start relationally. And I want to do that, and I never want to give that part up. So uh, whether somebody's planning their wedding and that feels like the biggest thing that's happening right now, I've been there. I'm like, we're going we're gonna to spend the first 5, 10, 15, we'll see, minutes <laughs> on wedding planning. I love that stuff. Uh, or things people are going through in their lives. And so we start relationally and then it just flows into that affects your uh, your personal morale, the morale of the team. And then we tackle that to-do list really quickly. And so I think that's, again, that dichotomy, but that perfect of let's start relationally and that we can be so efficient in all the things that that we need to tackle. And also, I do think that it builds trust there. And so anyone that I've had a one-on-one with who's been pouring into me has stewarded that and showed that really well. And so it's been cool to to be able to get the opportunity to do that with the team that I'm leading. So yeah. that's been my hope internally, obviously still growing in that and, and want to continue to. But as we think for our clients on the, on the flip side of your question, it's some, we want to be relational with our clients. We always start with story. And by the time that, that I first meet them to maybe they've had a conversation with you before. Now they're working with a recruiter on our team. They're like, wow, I've had to share my Chick-fil-A story a hundred times, but we care. <laughs> I could relay that story in bullet pointed notes to one of my recruiters, but it's one of our favorite parts and we want to start there. 
I think that carries through the life of the surge, the life of the partnership. We're asking about their kids. We we know what they did on the weekend. and But also, as we're talking to them week after week and looking for high-level leadership for them, it isn't a two-week process, but it doesn't have to be a six-month one either. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of efficiency. We're constantly looking at our process and our strategy around recruiting to really make sure that we're getting them leadership in an efficient manner, but not sacrificing the culture piece and some of the mm-hmm. core competencies that we've agreed upon as well. So there, it's just such a, a relationship between the two of having a relationship with your team, but then also we're a business and we're getting work done and we're serving our clients well and, and what is well quickly and prioritizing relationship. Yeah. What I love most about that is the overlap of the way that you approach both conversations in a very similar way. Starting with story, I think is one of the most practical things that we're going to have for listeners on the podcast today. I think it's something that everybody can do that just very easily gets overlooked. You think, oh, I know this person well enough. You know, I don't have to ask them about what's going on with them lately, or we can get so operationally or efficiency minded that we just dive right into whatever it is that we need to focus on in that one-on-one to help that person be a better professional. But I would argue that by focusing on story first or relationships first, it makes the rest of it so much more efficient because the level of trust that you have with Mm -hmm. that individual, because the amount of synergy that you feel, because you're able to talk about weddings and you're able to really know what's happening with that person. Yeah. And especially if, if a challenge comes up. So if they're going through something hard, there would be no way of knowing that unless you made that connection in I felt what you've shared too on the way that we serve our partners and especially if you've talked to them first and then I'm talking to them next or vice versa. They're like, I think I've shared my story with you (laughs) more times than I can count. I would agree. It's because we genuinely care. It's so fulfilling Mm. um, when you approach life and work that way, Yeah. then I would say it's the only way to do it. If Mm -hmm. you're not doing it that way, start doing it and you will never look back. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate you sharing yeah. that. I think that it's, it's extremely actionable for everybody to, to focus on relationships mm-hmm. first, prioritize. It's the way that you kick off your one-on-ones for a reason. And I want to talk too about your life outside of work. Yeah. And so what this looks like when you're not at Fire Seeds, and I know that you live out of a whole heart. I've seen that personally in the way that you walk through life and the way that you lead your family and the way that you are generous with your time outside of work. So share with, with me and with everyone, what does relational efficiency look like when you're not here at Fire Seats? Sure. So in thinking about this, again, it, it's such a contrast because the priority is relationships. But when we have busy lives, when we have a lot of priorities, we have to be efficient to fit everything in. And so I've actually gotten the opportunity over the past probably year and a half to work with a, a nonprofit. It's called the Aspire Movement. I know Wild Spark has, has gotten to work with yeah. them too, but this is just something that I've gotten to do personally. And it's a mentorship program where I'm paired with a girl who's in elementary school and we basically just hang out. And so her name's Armani. She's in the fourth grade. She has definitely impacted me more than I have impacted her, but in thinking about this principle, it kind of made me laugh because really what we do is just 
spend time together. I go pick her up. We do fun things. Sometimes if I need to go to the grocery, she just comes with me. And, and that feels fun for her, which is crazy. But when I, when I think about the efficiency component of that, would it be faster to go to the grocery store by myself? Probably, yes. But at the same time, it's the relationship that matters more. And I do have to think for my whole week and my whole month efficiently to be able to create windows of opportunity to continue to build my relationship with her. Through the same principle, when we're thinking about our family that's going to be growing, like you said, uh, in January. And obviously, you can attest to this with two little ones. And I can imagine that adding two little people does not create efficient processes, uh, quite the opposite. Furthest thing from it. (laughs) But uh, as I think about being a mom and being a working mom, I'm going to really have to steward that time that I do have with my family well. Mm -hmm. And so relationships, again, is the priority, but to be efficient in areas of my life, to be able to steward that time I do have well, I think Armani has really helped prep me for that (laughs) and thinking through that. Um, but it's just, I do think it flows into all areas of life as well. I've heard so many funny stories that have come out of you and Armani's trips to wherever it is, yeah. the grocery store or Walmart. <laughs> or, I, I love what you said that she's impacted you probably more than you've impacted yeah. her. Even help prepare you for what being a mother will be like. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's no longer like, oh, let me throw on my clothes and go run this errand. It's like, an hour long process to get sure. anywhere Yeah, <laughs> that it does not sound efficient, but it's a priority, right? Relationships are the priority. And so as much as we can drive efficiency and, and clarifying what is important, the more relational that we can be. John Mark Comer has a podcast called fight, hustle and hurry. And on their most recent episode, they have an episode on simplicity. Mm. And I think efficiency is another word for that in a way And they talk about just constantly evaluating what you're spending your time doing to make sure that you're spending your time on the most important things. And if it's not a priority, then cut it out um, to to live a more efficient life so that you can spend time where it's most impactful and also could not be more excited for baby Lucy, (laughs) who you just mentioned is on the way. What's the due date again? January 25th. So I've been been looking at all my weeks, taking on more searches. I'm like, okay, yeah, we can finish that in the next four, 14 weeks easily. Let's do it. So uh, we're excited. But um, yeah, it's I, I need to listen to that podcast, it sounds like. That, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to celebrate Baby Lucy coming into the world. And I know that you're going to be the best mom ever. Thank and, you. Uh, and are going to lead her so well. Uh, I, I want to shift to stories of impact. I think you're in a really unique position because you get to serve so many different Chick-fil-A owner operators and get to connect with so many different candidates who are stepping into leadership roles within Chick-fil-A's that I believe you have so much value to share uh, because you're on the front lines. You're going to hear all of these stories really from both sides of the coin. And so what I would love to hear and what I think everybody would find a lot of value in is getting to hear stories of impact that you've heard uh, from operators from yes. And how we've supported them, but also from candidates and just some of the life impact that you've heard from people that you've got, you've had the opportunity to change the trajectory of their lives, <laughs> which sounds crazy, but it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love stories here, as we've said. So this is not hard for me to, to come up with. And as you mentioned that you mentioned clients, you mentioned candidates really, one story comes to mind, but from two different perspectives that I do think would be 
the most impactful to share and has been really impactful for me to get to play a small part in, but also really just get to witness how it all unfolds. So I know you know Micah Payton, one of the really kindest operators I've ever worked with. He uh, owns Chick-fil-A Highway 99 in Yosemite in Manteca, California. And we initially started our relationship talking when he was had just opened his his first store as an operator. And so they were one of the classic stories you hear of projected to do seven million and there we were doing ten and now this year they'll do over twelve and just crazy, crazy, crazy volume <laughs> in COVID. Never opened anything besides the drive through. I mean just insane. So we start working together, loved the opportunity to work with him and ended up placing a leader that the way that I could see him pouring into her just had a really big impact on me. So uh, I'll tell his side of it first. We've now placed three leaders with Micah. And he told one of our other recruiters recently that his business would not be where it was today without fire seeds. And that's just really humbling for me to hear. I think a lot of times we can get just head down in our work and forget the why. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we work for a company and a CEO that that why is is really out in front of us a lot of the time. But just to think about that we could have had such an impact from all the way in Alabama on his business has been, like like I mentioned earlier, I mean, even more impactful for me. From the, the candidate side of things, it was during COVID. This was the first candidate I got to place with him. And she was just really at kind of a loss in where she was at with her current company. There wasn't a lot of development happening. Nobody was really pouring into her, but she was thankful to have a job. It was early on in the pandemic. She had a great attitude and and I had, had pursued her in asking about, you know, would Chick-fil-A be of interest to her? So the further we got into the interview process, she's excited about Chick-fil-A. Mike is excited about her. And something she was really concerned about is that she was actually scheduled for an an oral surgery that had continued to be pushed back just because it wasn't deemed as essential as some other things happening at the time in the pandemic. And so it was something she was worried about. Would that be a deal breaker for Micah to bring on a top leader who knew that she was going to have to be out for a week or more, you know, post-surgery? And so I I share this with Micah. Knowing him, I was like, listen, I really don't think you have anything to worry about, but (laughs) Uh, she just wanted to be, you know, honest and upfront. So what ended up happening is that we get around to offering her and he said, hey, I'm not worried about that at all. I actually don't want her to have to take the paid time off that I'm giving her for that. Uh, so I won't even make her count against that. And actually, I just want to go ahead and pay her for it anyways. And so her reaction is I got to tell her that it just started again. The relationship, it set the tone Obviously, she's going to work for Chick-fil-A. It was a back-of-house director position. She's going to be hustling. She's going to be doing all kinds of things. We could talk about the efficiency needed all day. <laughs> yeah. But it, it start, he started that relationship on the right foot and, and created a lot of trust with her. And so she's come in. She's developed the other leaders that we've now placed with him. And then his business has been so impacted by, by her. So even the fact that we got to play a small part in that... It's our vision, our multiplying movements and multiplying leaders that we literally got to watch that unfold and and play a small part in it, which was, it's a story that comes to mind when you ask for. Yeah, I I think that that's a great representation of just the types of stories that you get to hear Mm -hmm. with the work that you get to do, which is extremely cool. And to get to hear from somebody that you've served 
that you've made it your main focus to serve really well that, Hey, my business would not be where it is today without you. Yeah. That'll get you out of bed in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> getting to hear things like that from an operator perspective and just feel like you are delivering on mm-hmm. what you said you would deliver on. But then also from the the candidate's perspective and getting to place there, what's crazy to me and what happens so frequently, more frequently uh, than I can count is that these stories come up mm. from within Chick-fil-A that you're like, where else would this happen? And yeah. the answer is nowhere else. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere else you would go where somebody would be like, you know what? Not only am I okay with hiring you and you taking X amount of time to go through surgery and all these things, but I'm also going to pay you for it mm-hmm. is just unheard of. And so I think it's a testament to the brand and to people like Micah who have a genuine level of care in other people. beyond just what they can produce for their business. And they really want to make them feel cared for and valued and like they're a part of a a family Mm -hmm. and uh, is is the word that comes to mind. You talked a little bit, you shared a little bit about uh, the Fire Seeds vision and our CEO. We share a CEO, Wild Spark and Fire Seeds does, and Cord Sachs, who is a phenomenal leader. He's he's made a huge impact on the person that I am today. I think that you would say the same. Absolutely. I would love for everybody to get to hear a little bit about that vision. If you don't mind, could you share some of the vision for Fire Seeds and what it's like to get to work here? Expand on that a little bit. Sure. So it's it's cool and I get to share this a lot, but that Fire Seeds and Wild Spark can have such different offerings, but fall under the same umbrella of our vision, mission, and values. And so our vision is to glorify God through multiplying movements of multiplying leaders in the for-purpose marketplace. And so with Chick-fil-A and in, in recruiting, it's it's pretty simple. We're, we're providing leaders who, as they're developed by the operators, pour into the assistant directors who pour into the shift leaders and to the team members, and it just creates the idea of multiplication. And mm-hmm. I know Cord would tell you that the passion wasn't recruiting. The passion was was multiplying yeah. and multiplying leaders. And so uh, Wild Spark can do the very same thing with the way that that it's designed and the way that those that multiplication is going to happen from a, a leadership development standpoint. So it's one of my favorite things about what we do. Yeah. Well, we're, we're wrapping up here. Arden, I want to give you the opportunity because I know a lot of operators will be listening to this and potentially a lot of high-level directors as well who are also beginning to think even more and more for Chick-fil-A's from what we've seen. And so um, I wanted to give you a moment to just share a little bit about how people could get in in contact with you. So if they want to hear some similar stories of impact within their store, like you shared about Micah and, and so many others, how would they go about doing that? How would they find you? Yeah. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, it's been such a privilege. And one of my favorite parts of my job is just connecting with operators and their teams. And a lot of times it's just making that connection. And we may not formally work together for six months or a year because it is about the right timing. When when do we need to add high level leadership? It's it's how you run your business. And so I'd love to just have a conversation regardless of, of the outcome, if nothing else, just to make that connection. So uh, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Would love, would love to do that. Uh, but then even if you're just curious more about Fire Seeds and what do they do and who have they worked with and how could this fit into my strategy, Leadwell is a great resource. Yeah. And so could always find out more information there and connect with me that way. And I'd, I'd love to have that conversation. Yeah. I think your calendar is like accessible on Leadwell. Yeah, so absolutely. 
you can even schedule time with Arden directly from the Leadwell site if you hop over to that. People, people matter. Stories matter. I've continued to learn that more. I've, I've definitely been somebody who has pursued being efficient over a, a stop and smell the roses, but there's definitely there's room for both, both and there's a need for both. And so I really like what you said uh, more than anything I said on start, set the tone, start with story, start with relationship, and that will create and build trust to really tackle some some big projects and, and work really efficiently. So yeah. I would, I would in there. Make sure pr- your priorities are right, people. Focus yeah. on those relationships, <laughs> but steward them well. Don't just float through life. Uh, I think Arden leads by example on this. Make sure that you're driving efficiency in the different areas of your life so that you can be as as effective as you can possibly be in those relationships. And so we'll see you next time. Thanks, Arden. Yeah, thanks. I want to take a moment and reemphasize something that Arden just said. People matter, stories matter. If you don't hear anything else today, hear this. Life is more fulfilling when we consider others more important than ourselves. And we ask questions to personally know people. Action step here, kick off every scheduled conversation with a couple of personal questions. If you aren't doing this already, you'll be amazed at the amount of trust and efficiency it creates in your leadership. Lastly, inefficiency can be a destroyer of relationships. To be at our best in relationships, We've got to do everything else with excellence and constantly purge the things that aren't a priority. I can't wrap this thing up without mentioning that this podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for all of you listening. So thank you again for subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with friends. If you want to connect and chat with Arden and you're in the Chick-fil-A world, like she said, you can find her through Leadwell. If you're not a Chick-fil-A operator, you can find her on LinkedIn or reach out on the Fire Seats website directly. That's fireseeds.com.com, F-I-R-E-S-E-E-D-S.com. Until next time, stay saucy, everybody. Stay saucy.